us i can see us on a screen isn't that wild there we go that took a little bit a little bit of time but we've got it where did i just put i am so bad ah here it is welcome everyone to the heinz tomato ketchup podcast i mean the immaterial gamers podcast. featuring pepsi cola well uh, yeah you know let's get all the all the stuff we're not sponsored by sorry what i was also yeah. meant to do was meant to go uh like this it's like Hi everyone, welcome. Um, yeah, Ryan uh, is unusually uh, eating food today. Um, yeah. He's had quite an, an ordeal trying to get his food oh, yeah. uh, in him today. Yeah, try, uh, try, his, trying to get the sustenance in the body. He wanted I, he wanted this to be done well before the podcast started, but yeah, but unfortunately uh, that, didn't check, that didn't work out. Yeah, it's happening in the middle of it, so I'm going to apologise. Um, you know, there's going to be cases where I'm just going to go, you know. Just welcome. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, blame you. You know, it's, you know, it is what it is. Mm. Podcast quality be damned. You know, it's better than eating a full meal six minutes before you want to go to bed and then not being able to sleep because you're digesting. Yeah, exactly. So that's just. That's just how that's going to work. So anyway, yeah, I'm 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 Ryan and I'm, I'm a host. Of, what the doggo? Yeah, I've got dogs. Dogs I haven't been on oh, screen this, before. Oh, these these are them. These are those dogs, aren't they? The yes, the ones. These are my mom's dogs. They have not been the, on screen before. The breedy before. dogs. Well, yeah, sort of. They were supposed to be. Uh, oh. You know, the brown and white one. That's Boris. He's a successful breeder. He's um by my my mom's dog and. Uh, has been for about two years. Hmm. He's had a few litters. He's yeah. he's a capable dad. And the black and white one, who's an absolute little monster, she uh, she was the one most recent purchase that we got um, from Belarus from the same breeder as Boris, hmm. but totally unrelated genetically. Um, she, turns out she's uh, not good for that. Turns out she oh. had a serious genetic defect that made the um, uh, muscle lining in her um, groinal area extremely fragile, which resulted in a double hernia uh, in her in her legs. Uh, yeah, it was uh, a fairly serious condition. Guys! Hey, come on, stop. Shush. Uh, it, uh, ended up having to have a fairly major surgery as well as an emergency spay to mm. make sure that she couldn't breed. Um, so yeah, that's $3,000 down to have a, um, well, if I'm being perfectly honest, a relatively mediocre pet. She's actually quite, quite a nuisance. She, uh, is the worst I've ever seen when it comes to house training. And oh dear. She can be a little bit of a handful. Oh, well, but I mean, she's, she's, she's cute to look she's at, fine. but she's, 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 she's tough. Hmm. Boris is a good kid, though. I like him. Um, good, good. I mean, all's well that ends semi-functionally. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's you know, it, it is it does suck that that it happened the way it did. Um, mm. you know, we have plans to get another female at some point. You know, we're not going to rehome her. We're, we're keeping her. Uh, oh, fair dues. Better better to go through the process than become an unethical breeder and breed a sub quality. Subpar litter of puppies that might not have even survived. The condition was bad enough that oh, it was that bad. She, it, it it could very well have 
endangered the litter, even if we had gone through with it. So, oh, nope. Jesus. She is. She is just a very expensive. Uh, very you know, she's just a very expensive pet grade Chinese crested dog now. Oh, dude. No. I mean, it is what it is. You know what? It puts our two hour two it puts our two hour late takeout into perspective. Yeah, well, you know, everyone has their own problems, right? You know, we had to spend three thousand dollars on an emergency surge life saving surgery on a dog that was supposed to bring us in, you know, like twelve thousand dollars worth of puppies. You got your takeout an hour and a half late. You know, it's like two different two different sides of the first world problems spectrum, really, <laughs> isn't it? It's just like Oh, dude. Yeah, but... uh, you know, anything else going on in your life other than uh, <laughs> being miserable about food not showing up? I don't know. I was watching the Formula One this uh, this afternoon. Um, that, that took an hour and a half late. Um, how'd that go? Did anyone explode? A red flag. Uh, thirty seconds in, first straight uh, driver ended up getting the car flipped, and he slid uh, about three hundred meters down on the roof. Uh, before getting caught in the gravel and flipping over the tire wall into the catch fence. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If it's 300 um, meters, like if I ran for 300 meters, I'd be fucking knackered. The guy slid on the roof of a car this fucking big yeah. uh, for 300 meters. You know, yeah, like that's, and, that's quite a day. And I'll say this right now. There are still... I'm going to say this, fucking morons who don't like the safety feature which kept the man alive. Um, is yeah, I mean, I know when it comes to between Formula 1 and NASCAR, they're kind of, you know, same sort of ballpark of, like, mm. I know that's, like, virtually impossible to injure. Like, you could fucking drive them off a cliff and they'd probably be fine. Like, they're just so well, you know, high-end with the safety features, but it is still, like, Jesus Christ every yeah, time oh, yeah. sort of thing happens. Yeah. Well, we, we, we were watching it, so there was me, Martin, and then there was Steve, the general, and he is, he is still here. He is, uh, he's a seven-star general now, um, that's, uh, so, so, so I've heard. Wow. Um, he's invented then, two whole ranks just to accommodate himself. Yeah, and then, uh, then our friends Paul and Tom, and we watched the race. We saw the corner as it went, and you can tell straight away when they're not sure of the condition of a driver, because, well, he flew into the thing and it we we all sat there and just said red flag right two seconds later red flag um delayed. i would hope race so was delayed for yeah. some kind of flag i mean it's yeah. just like imagine well, that happens it's like well shit happens so they just well, keep driving you yeah know? Gen generally the way it sort of does is that usually a marshal will wave a yellow flag which basically says right there's a obstacle here do not fucking overtake if you actually like your super license yeah, driver's left wrist is in the middle of the road, yellow flag, try to avoid it. Well, yeah, there's the thing, yeah, they do that, and then if they realize something's up, they then go to a safety car or a virtual safety car, and then a red flag. No, 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 straight off, it was just like, this crashed. What are you doing? No, 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 don't put out the yellow flag. Red, I said red. No, what do you mean you're colorblind? Why are you here? <laughs> and then, yeah, so so it happened. But yeah, his name's a joke. That, when that, he, red, he that, a... that red, yellow colorblindness. It'll get well, you. Uh, well, yeah, considering that, you know, if you've got damage to your car and you're forced by the sporting regulator to um, get into the pits and fix your car, you get waved a black and orange flag. So, uh, you know, 
they're, they're, they're all there. But anyway, yeah, this red flag's happened, and they have the so the Formula One cars they have this like weird like beam cross beam on the top of the car, and it goes down the middle, and they call it the halo um, because well, it looks like a halo. That's basically it. It's just above the above the driver's head, and it's designed. It's basically designed that they don't get fucking decapitated. So that's just that's just how it is. And yeah, so he was saved by the fact that while he was sliding down three hundred meters, it was, you know, hitting this halo device, not, you know, his helmet. So, you know, that's 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 the the whole safety of it. And there are still people going. Yeah, but yeah, but if the car was on fire, he would have he would have he would have died slowly inside there. And some of the car wasn't on fire. And believe me, tell me, we know about a situation where a guy was in a car when it was on fire two years ago. Another red flag incident. Um, he uh, got accidentally or clipped a wheel and knocked into a like a little metal, you know, the the metal barriers. Um, at about 110 miles an hour, the car exploded. The fuel cell ruptured and exploded. I was joking earlier when I mentioned the explosion. Uh, oh, you were you were not aware of this. Sorry, um, there's a. I was there's not a, aware that Formula One drivers were routinely exploded. No, well, no. Like a, well, this is the thing. Like a more dangerous than pod racing over there. <laughs> Sabulba um, only actually came out with uh, you know a mild case of third degree burns to his hands. Poodoo. But no, no. Seriously, the the driver Roman Grosjean, he was in the car. It was burning for a and got out about about like 10 seconds after it caught fire and all he got was burns to his hands he otherwise got out of the car and was absolutely fine this the the the, the driver today was in the paddock of the formula 1 like stadium just walking casually down through the paddock just going oh yeah yeah no i'm fine i'm fine um, I mean, though, he, yeah, I mean, did, he did out have of all one the places of the... to, out of all the places to get injured. Like, I mean, you know, hands are not like great when you're a professional driver. You know, mm. with the wheel and all that. Like, if you get injured to like your like, I don't know, you like your like your right thighs, like you'll probably be fine. Like, you probably keep racing. But injury to the hands, it's like, eh, yeah. I mean, that that, that might put you out for a bit. Mm. You know, Should I tell you something else here? Then <laughs> should I give you another one? You mentioned about losing the legs. Um, but anyway, I'll just get I'll get back to him. To, to that guy in a second. This this guy oh boy, that's was walking segue. down through the stadium and he was having a conversation with the head of Formula One. And he was like, how are you feeling through that? And he's like, I oh, know, I'm fine. I'm fine. When the car was flipping and rolling, I was a little scared, but when when I hit the fence, I knew I was okay because I was still moving. And he's like, well, okay, fair, fair enough. That is, that is an outlook on the situation that you can't really deny. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good way to say. It. It's like, it's like if you cease, you know, if you cease having the ability to move, it's like that's usually a pretty good sign that things have have gone wrong. Yeah. You know, it's um, like, let's see, arm, arm, leg, leg, neck. Yep. Yeah, okay, we're good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I was um, while I'm here, I'll tell you about drivers' injuries. Uh, there is a commentator and still racer um, in motor racing at the moment. He's a he's a kid called Billy Munger. I think he's still in his teenage years at the moment. Double, uh, double amputee due to a collision that happened while he was in a Formula 3 race, which is a couple of steps down in speed to, to Formula okay. 1. Uh, he um, got brake checked by just complete accident. Something had happened in front of a driver. He broke and his car just went straight in to the to the back of him. Yeah, lost, lost both his legs. 
Uh, he's he's still well. racing for Formula Three um, in a custom car. So you were you were there on the idea of ah oh, well his career is probably over if he got no legs isn't he oh, that's just how it is no no he's he's still going so look it's gonna get to, it's gonna get to a day Duncan where there's just gonna be like you know uh, Futurama style floating heads in jars racing round round tracks. It's, it's mental yeah. becoming becoming presidents. I just just like I'm as like I always wonder is like does anyone ever like preemptively like it's like ah, I'm just gonna lose them anyway fuck it just take them off less blood to worry about you know it's just I got a custom car cool man got robot legs let's go yeah let's do it but yeah he's like yeah he's just... just drive a car with the with the power of your mind it's just like just just direct neuro neuron neuron neurological implants you just just neural just, there we go you sh- just your yeah, just use your brain to tell the car what to do. Hmm. It's the most advanced VR ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's VR racing for keeps. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Absolutely. So you know, the question that could come up on this is that what the fuck has this got to do with video games? And I will tell you right now, EA's Formula One 2022 came out on Friday, so <laughs> Boom. Got him. Take that imaginary straw man who doesn't who's not even in the Yeah. Probably not Bra- even Braun Braun straw man. So yeah. So yeah. um yeah, we could probably talk about games that we played and stuff and you know, try and do conversations where that really comes comes to. about. I mean, you know, we do whatever we want. I mean, it's our damn podcast. Yeah, it's your absolutely. damn podcast. I, I don't have any ownership of this podcast. Like I've probably been part a... of Immaterial Gamers. You have part ownership of this podcast. I've tried. I've you know, I've tried. To, I mean, I've tried to yeah, tell I've... you this, but you know, it. How? Uh, what do you think? Like the like the the how the tier list works in terms of uh, appearances. Like obviously, you're number one. I'd say probably Terry's number two at this point because he co-hosts. Yeah. yeah. And what? Probably D, I would guess, because D. D just shows up whenever, right? Yeah, they're pretty yeah. much here for everything. Then, then probably then Steph, Steph. I would then say you. probably a bad, probably ahead of me, yeah, and then yeah. then me, and then, and then miscellaneous, like you know Martin, Steve, you know those, you know the the the, the guys the guys that have got real work to do, and you know, as opposed to us who are just fucking around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking around. I just scrub dogs' assholes for a living. It's not. It's not a real job. I, 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 I enter data onto a computer, and my day goes well if no one comes up to me and talks to me. Oh man, that means I'm doing. That means I'm doing my job right. (laughs) That sounds. That sounds great. I'd love to do that. Just type into a computer all day as I have nobody talk to me. You are literally ruining my day just by talking to me. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but there's a problem. There's a problem with this bar. Well, tell me the fucking problem and then leave. I'm I'm listening to something. You know, like... put it in a tweet. <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Immaterial gamers presents job swap. Uh, oh yeah, that'd be, that'd be that'd be kind of that'd be a laugh. Oh, that would that never, would be. It'd sure. never fucking work, but it'd be a laugh. Yeah. Oh, I need to I need to find out what Terry where Terry's going on the idea of um. Issues with the Immaterial Gamers Fantasy League at the moment. I am almost certain that there is no issues. Um, but you thought there was a score discrepancy between weeks two and three. <clears throat> now, to be fair, I messed up week three scores by giving Pinky, the prediction bot, more points than Perky. Easy mistake to make. I think They're what bots. he meant is I think what he was trying to say is that 
he's surprised at how much of a lead Perky has because there, you know, the difference between first and second place was only one point as of last week, and this week it's significantly more than that, and that's just because Perky did better than Perky did significantly better. Did yeah than everyone else. So yeah, I think that's all he was trying to say. Yeah, just a, just a slight spoiler. I mean, the fantasy league will be coming out on Wednesday, as as per. But for weeks two through seven, the maximum amount of points we can score is sixty. Perky scored forty-two, so we got two thirds or over two thirds of the predictions right. And and I and I feel I'm gonna one right is pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, I feel, and why Terry's like on the idea of per, you know, Perky's dropping last year's stats of a week four, as he's put in our Discord, I would argue against that. The whole point of Perky was to see that through, or well, the, the whole idea was to, to, to determine whether, on past <laughs> results alone, a bot could predict accurately, or, you know, as accurately as possible, objectives in a game. And yeah, and so and, far, it's and, doing I mean, quite Perky well. is not exactly the most advanced AI of all time. It's like the no, most basic it's, fucking. It's using a simple Python time. script, but you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that like you know, people with like actual like like good programming skills and a whole lot of t- extra time could probably put together a much more sophisticated AI that could churn out some even more accurate results. Yeah, but you know it's you know it is worth saying that you know with a approximately seventy percent, you know accuracy as of now is like that is that is you know notably better than average like just a random fifty percent distribution. Yeah, absolutely. So, which is which is what Pinky really is. In, in regards, Pinky to that. represents I mean, just the, the 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 blind person. Just Pinky Pinky represents sixty coins all flipped. Yeah, heads and tails. That is literally the point of 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 Perky, uh, of Pinky. Sorry, Perky is you know meant to be smarter, and so far it is. Where it falls down is it what we what we've learned on this. Where it's fallen down last split, we could figure this out. When it comes to best of threes and trying to find fastest objectives, as opposed to here's a best of one, have at it. It falls down. It doesn't have it, but that also being said, it doesn't have enough information at the moment. It's had one split where it's, or like one season of the fantasy league where it's had data. So you know, that's that's a that's that's the fun thing. But yeah, that's so there's the the, the the fantasy league's going on, and um, we get a break from it for a week because the global Riot Games holiday, where they basically tell all their staff members, "You are not working this week." Hey, you know what? That's 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 all right. A lot yeah. of companies have don't have these sorts of things. So, you know, it's like usually they're more they're more like to say like, "Hey, happy holidays!" Because you work like up until like three minutes before it's legally the holidays, and we might throw you like an extra couple of dollars. That K, thanks, bye. Yeah. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Also, you're fired if you say no. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that the employee six one six has died. Um. Is he going to be in tomorrow? No. Um, but yeah, no, this is the, due to the global riot holiday, that means all game services. Um, that's generally, this is why patches around a global holiday 
uh, get split into two smaller patches. So they'll do, you know, they'll do, in this case, I think it's 12.14. And then in two weeks' time, they'll do a 12.14B patch just to cover for the fact that no one's been no one's been fixing bugs or adjusting stats over a holiday. But that also affects the esports side, which is why no esports also take place. Because Riot owns all the competitions that they take place on. So, uh, yeah, it means a uh, little bit of time off for the Fantasy League. So, have you, have, you, have you ever sat down, Duncan, and just decided to just chill and play a Zen simulator game? Um, such as? Uh, what I've played recently, due to it appearing on Game Pass, even though I had it on the Humble Bundle, as Martin told me, um, House Flipper. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not really much of a, you know, I'm not really much of a sim guy, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I never got into, like, the, like, like say, like, for example, Stardew Valley, or, you know, just the games where it's just sort of, like, casual, just farm and just chilling out and then and then a duck breaks all your stuff and you just go cycles of you know cycles of production and Mm. income and you know you know graduated growth you know things like that i understand the appeal it's never been my thing but Mm. how has your experience with house flipper been you know it's been absolutely fine with what i've played so far i've only played a small amount of it and i was saying to martin who also suggested that i should play it when I had the opportunity to, and, well, it came along. Um, I feel I've almost seen everything there is to see about it. It starts off like virtually every other simulation game. Like, let's just say, for example, Euro Truck Simulator. You don't have the money to buy a truck and, you know, become the best trucker in Europe or America, depending which truck simulator game you buy. So you, you're a house flipper. Your whole point is to invest money into buying houses, doing them up, and then selling them at a, you know, a much bigger price, or at least a bigger price. Um, but no, you start by doing odd jobs, odd jobs from sometimes a load of absolute dickheads. To be fair, it's like, hi, yeah, some students uh, crashed here. I've I've got rid of them. Clean the shit up. Oh, also buy a radiator. Why am I buying a radio? Oh, they stole it. And then you'll you'll load into a house and you'll oh, have those, to do those classic college days. You know, you went you know went to house parties, totally trashed the place, stole the radiator. Effectively wrote "fuck" to police on a black wall. Um, dropped about twenty twenty bottles of wine, just in the corner. Uh, all the best college house parties featured wine. Absolutely. Mm. Quite a um, lot of red. That... I didn't see any white. No rosé well, either. Rosé. <laughs> if you, uh, I, I dropped a, a a thing in the dev chat. I don't know if you're. Uh, I can a have a look. The cre- a fan of the creator, but you know he's a uh, he is a comedy musician. Does a uh, Oh, Stupendium games. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw yeah, him. He's done um, he's done a couple of. I know he's done a couple of collabs with another with a with a another rapper that I have watched. Uh, Dan Bull. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's worked with him quite a few times. Quite a few, yeah. I think I think the most recent one actually was, or the one that I saw most recently of them was the Among Us raps, where there was two different endings depending on yeah whose channel you watched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was that was good stuff. Yeah, this is, he did the House Flipper one. I like the House Flipper actually. Mm. He's got he's got a, he's got one crazy Mad Lib bit where he just well not Mad Lib, but he's like he's he's going ham on like different. Uh, like goofy like uh, names for paint colors or like mm. wallpapers. It's it's good. It's my favorite part. I've certainly experienced that. I mean, I have painted a whole house in moody blue. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's like I say you do you do these menial jobs like clearing trash, and then you upgrade to clearing trash and uh, mopping up, and then painting, demolition, and then um, where Martin's got to. I haven't reached it yet. Uh, flamethrower. You know, that general that general tool that you use when flipping houses. You know, I understand that getting a sledgehammer to knock out a wall and putting up a lintel, but, yeah. you know. But flamethrower, I mean... Uh, that seems like the kind of tool that would probably not make it into the hands of a whole lot of renovators. Except for, <laughs> you know, maybe the ones that... Uh, one for maybe Elon the ones Musk. in the... <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, well, I mean, you know, the one, the one from the Stipendium song, maybe. There's uh, a thing. Hold on, isn't Elon Musk's flamethrower company called the Boring Company? Does he? Or is that no? That was for actual I'm, boring. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not up to the lore. I'm not up the, to the, the lore, lore of Elon. Musk. The Musk. The Musk the lore. lore. <laughs> the Muskiverse. Yeah. Oh, but no. But yeah, no, enjoying it. And like I say, it's it's zen, and you, you do chill out. But as I was also explaining with Martin this afternoon, it's it's all chilled out while you're playing the game. And then me and Martin had about five, ten minutes where we just ranted about bugs that would happen in the game that would, you know, just piss us off, i.e. trying to paint 100% of a, of a room in a colour, and then finding that... You can't paint the last strip of the wall because it's stuck behind a children's bed. That you can't move out of the room because it's, well, because it's just it's it's nice and comfy and in the right place, and you can't sell it because it's their fucking house, not yours. So you get a nice little helpful prompt when you attempt to. It's like a tool that you can use to sell objects, and then when you click it to try and remove it, it just goes. No, you're not playing Thief Simulator. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that that sort of happens. Or I mean, that's that's annoying. I mean, it does it does have a nice a nice option that that again Martin asked me about. Well, asked me about. It's like, are you afraid of cockroaches? I was happily able to say no, but there is a feature for those that have a fear of cockroaches, which I can't remember the name of, but it actually tells you the, the, the fear in there. You can just switch it off and it replaces all the cockroaches with shards of glass. Do they, like, move around? I, you know, I don't just know. I haven't actually glass. tried it. I could I could probably... <laughs> Walking on blo- Bloken. I, Broken I glass. I can't imagine. Is this, like... The only thing more hazardous to work with... The broken glass on the floor is broken glass on the floor with legs. <laughs> it also wouldn't remember because you you clear the cockroaches out by turning on the vacuum cleaner, and you just 
them up. I don't know if that's safe with glass. I have no idea. <laughs> oh god! Oh, you went you you went a little bit weird there just now. That was the point. That was supposed to be glass. Uh, well, I know. I mean, like like your microphone just kind of decided. Nah, I didn't hear that. <laughs> Ah right, like, okay, yeah, yeah no, yeah, you, didn't, yeah, you didn't, you didn't, yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't make a cool, you know, uh, foley <laughs> noise with your mouth. Yeah, you know, it was, it, it, your microphone just went like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 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 sounds me when I that sounds like me when I wake up and dehydrated due to you know needing a drink overnight. Just <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I, I'm enjoying that, and so you know, between that and I actually started playing American Truck Simulator again, and I still need to complete Shipbreaker. This just, I seem to be in this in this mindset that I just want to, you know, deconstruct ships without blowing them up or drive from one state to the other, taking, I don't know, logs or or a, or a JCB, you know, cross cross state, cross country, and you know. Feeling very manly because of it. Now I understand. Now we, we were talking before on, before we started the podcast about Terry, you know, wanting the title or the description of the of, of last week's podcast to be about Terry is a manly man and 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 he he forced me to write that thing about 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 Duncan. But you know, um, and now I also feel like a little bit of a manly man. I I, I yeah I, I can, yeah, I can renovate like, I houses could, and it's like yeah I could. I could use a hammer. I could, I could, I could use a miter saw. Yeah, yeah. Get a flamethrower, like a wooden half, and nail it to another plank of wood. Don't know what I'd do with it, but by God, I would have two planks of wood nailed together by sundown, and yeah. no one could stop me. Yeah, it'd be perfect. So uh, welcome to though. That'll be that'll be a video. Oh God, that'll be a video game challenge in the pipeline. <clears throat> Build a treehouse. Oh God! Okay, an IRL treehouse. Let's go. Yeah. yeah okay. First anybody, question. Does anybody have a tree? <laughs> I don't have a tree. I I don't. I don't live near. I don't own any trees nearby me. So. Yeah, I mean, I've got trees, but I don't think I don't think the council around here would be happy with me just building a, let's be fair, structurally unsafe treehouse, in a. Tree. Just said to do it in the woods I behind mean, his work. What they don't know can't hurt them. It could hurt you, but it won't hurt them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, uh, oh god, no, that won't be great. What What is the strategy for tree houses? What's like the meta for tree houses? Like, do you build the tree house in the tree, or do you build the tree house and then like staple it to the tree afterwards? Um. The idea is that you meant to do it in the in the tree, but beforehand, Martin, do you want to say it again, please, so I can realize he he was made some he made some stupid dad pun about not being able to see the wood from the trees. Um, <laughs> I caught you out. Oh well, you've just you've just been given the shaking head, and uh, you know what, you deserve it. Um, so uh, yeah. Oh God, what a what a day. What a day! So, what have you been playing, Duncan? <laughs> give you, give you well, a, a shot here, I'm and I'll shut up. No, I'm glad you asked. I, uh, I have actually recently uh, discovered this this new game. I actually have no idea if it is new. I don't know how when it came out. Um, it's new to you, or, or or anything about it. 
Um, oh, it actually is like brand new. It's like not even a month old. Um, so it's a game called Symphony of War. Oh, nice. Seems to be sort of like a an indie take on sort of the uh, tactical RPG genre a la Ooh. Fire Emblem and XCOM. Definitely okay. more Fire Emblem than XCOM. Okay. Um, but kind of... Um, yeah, it takes sort of elements from the Fire Emblem series mixed with bits of, like, advanced war. Yeah. Because in Fire Emblem, basically, you know, you command, you know, an army of just single units that you move around on a grid and, you know, and, and kill things. And mm -hmm. uh, they level up slowly over time and, you know, they fulfill different roles and it's great. With this, it's more like you control squads of units, like every piece on the board represents mm. a group of several units that all you know have their own stats and level up and class up independently so it'd all be a bit like just like taking just battalions yeah essentially and yeah it just reminds me of an it reminds me of an rpg called the last remnant where you fought your turn-based battles as groups you didn't control individual characters in a group. You controlled little groups, and you wouldn't just give a, a, a command to attack. You'd give them an order, like, you know, go all out or focus on defense and shit like that. But that sounds like in a, in a tactical turn-based space is what you've got going with Symphony of War. Yeah, I'm trying to find like. I'm trying to find like a good, a good like just like a gameplay footage of uh yeah because if I could find it I find it I can just put it in the put it in the link in the chat yeah this is just, just here's this guy this guy plays Fire Emblem and I so it makes that makes sense I recognize this person from playing Fire Emblem so it makes oh, yeah. sense that he would play uh Symphony of War um you know to jump around to actually like find actual gameplay but it's uh yeah it seems all right it's uh i've only i've only played like four missions or so so mm. i haven't quite gotten to the thick of it yet we're still like barely out of tutorial territory um but it seems all right you know it's it's interesting that it's like you know i, I like that it's like you know it's there's this you know you have your hero units where like you know named characters who are actually like important to the story and all that and have like support conversations and stuff. But you can also just buy like random NPCs, you know, who can lead their own squads. And, you know, if they've, if units get enough experience and enough leadership points, they can, you know, be essentially go and start out in their own squads. Mm. Yeah. So you have sort of like a, a divide between like your essential story characters and just like, just goons who can you know who are more expendable yeah um because i assume the, they'd the... still play the whole whole one life shit that fire emblem would have yeah the, the permadeath yeah you can actually yeah. uh enable and disable permadeath independently from the actual difficulty of the game all right so you can play you know whichever you want you can play the highest difficulty with no permadeath, we can play the lowest difficulty with permadeath, or, you know, whatever you want. Yeah. So it's customizable to work yeah, on went, your yeah. sort of challenge and stuff. Yeah, I went to the medium difficulty with permadeath because that's just kind of... That's just kind of what I'm used to. Like, 
yeah, mm. I'll I'll play I'll I'll play with the consequences. There's a little bit more flexibility. Um, it's not in every map, but I know that in some maps you can have a building where permadeath or no, if you have casualties in your squad, you can pay to have them revived, so long as there's at least one surviving member of that squad. Oh, if I a like squad that. gets totally if a squad gets totally wiped out and you're a permadeath on, you're you're bone. It's gone. Yeah, but you can buy back your you're sort of knocked out units before they're officially listed as dead if you're on one of those maps not again not every map has one right okay so you just have to you would have to deal with it i do like this uh, yes yeah, so, so, so it's on steam it's uh, currently rated overwhelmingly positive which there isn't that many of them around the yeah like i say it does seem like a big part of like the sort of fire emblem fam- fandom kind of latched onto it because of how many similarities it has yeah it is brand new it seems like a fairly small company like you can kind of just tell by like the general assets and the ui that it's not like it. super expensive shall we say yeah like you say it's got a very early fire emblem mixed with sort of like a very early final fantasy sprite based yeah, it's yeah. Art, you know, sprite, you know, sprite art looks pretty firmly in the like SNES era mm-hmm. of uh, of gaming, but it's uh, it's pretty all right. I will definitely. I'm probably gonna play more of it today at some point when I've got uh, when the podcast is done and I've got time. But oh, yeah, cool, I'm yes. enjoying it so far. Hey, well, that's the thing. If you're enjoying it, that's 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 the that's the thing, isn't it? So. Yeah, that's cool. Oh man, yeah, I, I can't wait for, I can't wait for the next Monster Prom game. <laughs> I yeah. see because because yeah, there's just something there's just something about it. You know, for anyone who hasn't watched any of the streams recently, for our play session stream, which is our group and party game streams, um, we we played the OG Monster Prom, like the OG Monster Prom, like no. No second term DLC, so it means we didn't we didn't uh, we didn't have Calculester, who is a giant walking talking robot eggplant. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, we we played it. And we're we're just waiting. It's just it's just the waiting game now for for um, Monster Road Trip, which will be interesting. It'd be nice to play a game where dating isn't the key component of uh, of success or failure. In, in a in a in a visual novel, um, it's actually making sure that you can get your two dumbass characters. In this case, Scott and uh, that's a, Scott is a werewolf, and Polly Geist, who is a ghost. Come on, it's not yeah. You know. do, 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 do. Yeah, Scott Howell and Polly Geist, and you take oh. and they go on a road trip from one, you know, basically going to they're doing a, an east coast to west coast or west coast to east coast. Sort of thing, and coast the monster prom, yeah, yeah, coast to coast. There we go, that works. Thanks for that, Duncan. Cheers. I would have just got completely stunted on that, you know. But um, like, sorry, go on. Yeah, as I said, I was like, yeah, it doesn't really matter which where you start and where you end yeah. up. Is it just coast to coast? Yeah, so coast to coast road trip, and you choose then the usual monster prom characters, the color coded characters that you've made in that you've played in Monster Prom and Monster Camp. 
And yeah, the success is to get from coast to coast through and gain one of the main endings of successfully getting the road trip completed. Um, it's a cooperative game because uh, you can all fail. If you run out of fuel or food or or stuff, which I'm, you know, for for Polly is a bit weird. She's a you know, she's a ghost. Yeah, her yeah her her like her bad ending where you run out of stuff is like she just gets sad. It's like no, I mean you know well, I, I, mean, I I just I, just, I eat recreationally for fun, but like I don't really need to. Well, so well you know what you know what else you know what else she has recreationally for fun. So. She has everything recreationally. Recreation yeah. may as well be her middle name, Polly Recreation Geist. Polly 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 Drug Geist. Um. Drug so yeah, so you know, looking forward to that. But oh man, I can't believe it! I was actually going back yeah, through the old Monster Prom videos. Elements to Monster to the Monster Prom formula. Yeah, um, and so it has the. This is where it sort of come up with the, the idea. The game is uh, competitive in the sense that you are all working together to get to the end. Because if you don't get to the end, you all lose. But then you're also because there is the there is a, from what it sounds like there is a dating element that will be in it. You are still mm-hmm. also trying to fight each other to, I guess in this case, woo Scott and Polly. You know, Polly, I'm a woo yeah. relationship. Um, sorry, I couldn't. No, that was just. just I apologize. At least my mood's feeling a little bit better. Of it, I've eaten now. So you've had some. I've had some food at a somewhat reasonable time. Yeah. I'll be the podcast. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Like, I, I guess it's, but yeah, I guess that would, was that supposed to be like their ship name? Probably Emma Lewis. Uh, well, that's what I've made up. Yes. Yeah, so. It's a bit of a mouthful. Probably Emma Lewis. A woo. A woo. A woo. Yeah. A woo. Not oo woo. Which, uh, just a. Just I mean, a it could be. It could be both. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, to be fair, now I've been watching the the Wrestlemans as well. You know, there's a WWE thing. One of the one of the one of the, the YouTube channels that I follow called Cultaholic. They have decided that the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, which is a unified belt, there were two championships. There was the Universal Championship because it needed to be big, bigger than the world. Dumbasses, and then there was the WWE Championship, and now they just melded together. One guy owns both, so it's the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, or as Cultaholic call it, the Uwu. Because even with mm-hmm. WWE, it still it still goes woo. So yeah, it's the Uwu. I just I just like there the idea. Is that... And here comes the Uwu Champion. <laughs> It's just... <laughs> oh, boy. More, more, more memes for you. Oh man, which is great, especially you know the guys are like a Samoan badass, you know, tattoos for days, long flowing black hair, proper square beard, you know, would absolutely destroy anyone in a fight. That sort of idea, just to have him to, <laughs> it'd just be funny for him to come out on the stage and just like, and here's your ooh champion, and he's just like. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So um, there's some news, and I don't. I haven't been around for a few weeks. So I haven't got around to news, but um, just to just to give you a a, a thing, a, a very um, what the fuck Blizzard catch up. 
Bobby Kotick investigated Bobby Kotick and found that Bobby Kotick had not actually uh, uh, he'd been cleared of wrongdoing. My phone made a weird noise, like oh, it's just eBay oh. notifications. Ah, fair enough. I just thought that something had happened there. Um, so I mean, okay, so yeah, so basically, Activision are still the worst, and now they're the worst who've cleared themselves of wrongdoing. According to themselves, there is still a court case on there, so um, they'll determine whether they've cleared themselves of wrongdoing or not. Thank you very much. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the links for those. It was just something that I needed to bring up because we never sort of got around to it. However, I will bring this one up. Do you remember, uh, you know, Electronic Arts and them basically moving most of their games to multiplayer experiences because, according to them, otherwise known as they didn't want to do it, single-player games were dead? Uh, I seem to remember that topic coming up once. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, they made a joke about it again. Uh, according to PC Gamer here, um, there was a tweet in question. Oh yeah, so it was just it was just a, it was just a thing that just said there are ten, but they only like playing single player games. It's supposed to be just like it's supposed to be a whole like you know trying to go out with someone and they're supposed to be really really great. However, I think I saw I think I saw one of the bars in Manchester called Pixel Bar. Do the same sort of thing. It's like, ah, when she's a 10, but you pull two shinies in Pokemon Booster Pack. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this sort of backfired a bit because, um, well, let's be honest, a couple of the developers who work with EA, including the developers of the upcoming Jedi Survivor game, a single-player Metroidvania experience, not exactly happy that EA's turned around saying, yeah, right, congratulations on all those single-player games you make. No one fucking plays them. Well, for a start, yeah. they do. They yeah, do. they do. It's just like, it's just like, you know, you could, you know, if you really wanted to, you could just go out and say, hey, we don't want to make single-player games because they don't, they're not as profitable. Like, no one would like you. Everyone would hate you for doing that, but at least you'd be honest, yeah, and that would be, be accurate be right. to what you'd because that's what you're saying. That's why they don't want to sell you the single-player games. It is blatantly obvious to anyone who plays video games that single-player mm. games sell just fine. You yeah. know, fucking Nintendo, every two or three years, they sell a new Mario game for a, like $10 billion. There are yeah. single-player games. Like, people have to mod multiplayer into their games. Mm. Just, yeah. like, you know, at, at the risk of, you know, their own, like, legal problems, but... You know, I mean, you know, it's very abundantly clear that single player games sell just fine. <laughs> yeah, what it is, according to stuff like EA and all those that want to milk every bit of money out of everyone ever. You know, this is because this is the thing that um, you know, I should say because I'm actually going to see them at a wrestling event, which is which is going to be cool. Uh, Commander Stephanie Sterling in the Jimquisition episodes does turn around and state, no. They don't. Video game companies don't just want some of your money. They want they want all the money. They want absolutely everything out of it. And you don't get that from a single player experience. You're not you're not getting um. What, what, was, yeah, the, what was the term? Recurrent to... user spending. You don't get yeah, that from. Unfortunately, that that's yeah. Unfortunately, that just doesn't happen so much. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so when when you know, okay, okay. The, I mean, it was uh, Vince Zampella who is the studio head of Respawn Entertainment, who make Apex Legends, EA's multiplayer game, uh, Titanfall, you know, multiplayer game. It's just that the fact that they also make Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, it's just, you can tell why the room, has, or you can tell the state of the room that's been read when that guy just posts a facepalm emoji. You know, it's just a, it's just a thing, you know, and you, you, you're fucking people over, and especially, you know, stuff like, okay, yeah, there's Bioware, and let's be honest, they're not exactly a great company and a great reputation at the moment. Yeah, Dragon Age, fine. Mass Effect, alright, fine. Anthem, yes, they made Anthem, sorry, there's no getting away from it. Yeah, and it's not, you know, and it's not like, I'm not, you know, I'm not anti-multiplayer games either, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just like, yeah, to, to, uh, claim that people don't buy uh multi single player games is like what you really mean is that they only buy it once that's the problem yeah, yeah. you know and, and you know the only way to buy that you get them to buy it more than once is to release dlc and or sequels pull a, or, or pull a square enix or bethesda and release it on absolutely every console every generation i would still rather have that than you know the then I guess, you know, yeah, recurrent, the, recurrent the, user experience or whatever it's called live service bollocks. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get you. On I, that. And I mean, I mean the other thing know, as well. I, I don't... I, you know, we're 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 approaching a point where it's like, you know, video games are just one part of it. It's a whole, you know, the whole entertainment industry is mm. gear, you know, going towards it where all entertainment is essentially for lease. Yeah, you know, rather than things being owned and you know in your library in your cabinet in your you know you know being a, a piece of your property that you have yeah you know, everything is on it's a lease. Rental. everything you're renting entertainment you're ba- you get to have this video game until they say you can't and yeah. let, as long as you continue to pay for it on an ongoing basis you can have access to it all you want once you yeah. stop or once they stop it's gone Exactly, and it's 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 like to, it's like you know people are always like joking on the fact that, oh they shut down all the the blockbuster stores and and stuff like that and yes I know there's that one blockbuster store in America that still exists the last blockbuster but let's be honest the entire world is a giant fucking blockbuster now it's never disappeared it's just changed in scale yeah so you know that's the thing people, and then people and then, think that the rental the movie rental services is dead no it yeah, ain't just, it just looks yeah. It's just changed shape. Yeah, the brick and mortar's gone, and it's now just you know, it's it's through the digital airwaves instead. Bricks are expensive. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. Believe me, I knocked um, down a few in house flipper. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? It's like you know, hey, at the end of the day, the Fire Emblem games—they're going to keep working forever for decades into the future. Yeah. Uh, Symphony of Four that I just bought, as far as I can tell, should work just fine. You yeah. know, forever. Um, the, uh, you know, just, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, you were just talking about the I'm gonna take like Bioshock. Yeah, that'll yeah. work. That, you know, you can keep playing that forever. Yeah, Dragon I Age, like those Mass Effect. Yeah, it's all there. And and just to also take into the account as well, it's like sometimes. And then this is this might be so video game companies. If you ever see this, this just might be a thing. Maybe I actually like to play a video game. Because I just want to experience it 
myself. And I don't need I don't need four four twenty Dankmaster sixty nine XXX getting in the way of my experience. I'd like to just, you know, have an experience. So so EA and I, don't, yeah, and I don't have to appeal to the Japanese market, which is very largely single player oriented. Mm. You know, I don't have to, you know, gear myself entirely towards Nintendo and all that. How about a more contemporary like, you know, sort of high profile generalistic example how about the dark souls games yeah I mean, that's an immensely selling immensely good selling and popular video game franchise even if you want to include all the other souls like you know souls likes that are made by that are all made by the same person yeah and and to take into you account know, those I know, games are I very popular and I know They're people who can go on that and, and, and say that there's, you know, oh, yeah, but it does have multiplayer in it. Yeah, but it's not a core component of the game. It it adds on to the experience. You can play that game offline. You could just, oh, yeah. just in not fact, have any invasions. In fact, it's fact, highly recommended that you do. It is highly recommended that you do not enable multiplayer in those games because you run a very high risk of having your game hacked and your fucking Xbox bricked if you if you uh, play multiplayer yeah. in those yeah, because, games. Because of the... Because of the aforementioned 420 Dankmaster 69 XXX, so yes. you know, I I don't know why I just why that's my stereotype for multiplayer troll. Let's be honest, um, that's probably that's probably his name. Let's there's yeah. probably someone out there with that name, and he uses it unironically. Yeah, if you are if you are 420 Dankmaster 69 XXX, please get in touch with us, and um, maybe maybe we could let you have your say. However, don't count on it. Um, uh, so speaking of like Pixel Bar, which is the name of the game gaming bar that we've got in in Manchester, and they do also have one in Leeds. That is the whole concept of it. I don't know if I've like told you about this as well. You, you might have one yourself, but you can book. So it, it's just a bar. You can get cocktails. You can get drinks. You can get your standard mm -hmm. fucking Carling beer if you really want. But it's also a place where you can book a booth with a games console in it. For, for a couple of hours, and you and your mates can just have drinks and play a just a console in a in a bar, which is great because they've got probably Manchester's like two PS5s in there. So um, mm -hmm. one of them was probably sold to them by Darius, but you know, um, but yeah. So while that Look. was also going on, they they play because they are you know they are a gaming focused bar. Um, they do have esports competitions airing in the bar. While they go, or you know, events are going on. One of those events that they done was, um, or that they sort of hosted or rehosted was, uh, um, awesome games done quick, or as it was over summer, summer games done quick, and mm -hmm. uh, and it's recently ended. Yeah, yeah, it did just come out. Yeah, um, with the with a very very nice uh, donation amount that they had there. Um, it's not almost 25 million. That's a lie. It's because there's no dots on the link. It's they raised 2.5 million pounds, according to Eurogamer, um, in the first in-person one since 2020. So, yeah, very, yeah very I nice. imagine they probably didn't. I imagine viewership and donations were probably a little bit weak during the COVID times. Yeah, but now that they're returning to live events, things have picked up a bit. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not like an, an a religious, like, oh boy, games done quicks on. I'm going to, 
uh, my week is sorted out. Like, mm. you know, I, I, I pop in and I like, hey, that's a game I care about. I want to see someone totally demolish it yeah. in, uh, you know, 15 minutes, you know. I, you know, I, I watch their videos occasionally and they, 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 put on, they put on quite a show, honestly. Yeah. Right? They seem yeah. to run a pretty great show. Because this is what I, what I love about sort of like the the games done quick stuff is it's not just your normal speed runs. They, you know, speed running a game is an art unto itself. Oh yeah. Doing challenges to make the speed run, which is already difficult to do, even more difficult. I actually enjoy and I think it was fun. I remember one of yeah. my first my first games done quick streams that I ended up watching. Uh, it was a guy playing Fallout 2. Um but he was doing it one-handed. So it was a speedrun <laughs> yeah. one-handed and to make sure that he only did it one-handed, they cut the neck off a plastic bottle off and taped it to his right hand. <laughs> so it's just like yeah, okay, you know, so, so that's that's the thing. So not only did, you know he did that in about he did that in in X time. Um, I'm just gonna cover my mouth. I'm just gonna say 45 minutes, and it probably wasn't that, but that's just what I thought about in my head. But yeah, just the fact that they were able to still do that is 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 just mental. And I I enjoy yeah, people. I enjoy it, people who speed run like that, especially you know. Yeah, and and you know, and and you know, there what's what's great, it's great about the the marathon format is that. It's a great time to showcase a wide variety of not just games, but also just, you know, different categories of just sort of like, it's like, yeah, you've seen this game any percent a hundred times. And mm. yeah, all the most like, like religious hardcore runners of that yeah. game will generally prefer any percent amongst themselves. But as far as like creating an event that is designed to, you know, make as much money as possible because mm. you know to to for, for to make as it's, much charity as possible. It's a, it's a you want to telephone. You want to create a broad, you know, sort of buffet of different types of runs, mm -hmm. so that you can, uh, you know, hit as many people as like oh, you know maybe you're not super interested in knowing what the any percent world record for I don't know Dark Souls Two is, but you might care to see somebody play Dark Souls 2 blindfolded with, with yeah, a or banana with the screen or something reversed or you know yeah yeah or or you might want to watch these four people who are all very good at this game do a race you mm. know in in the game to see who can do it fastest yeah so you know that's i mean that's that's what's great about it and you know i don't you know, obviously we don't have nowhere near the free time to just like you say, to just sit there and just watch the entire thing, but what you know, they can post them out. They do post that stuff. It's like one of the one of the videos that the Eurogamer article shows is completing Silent Hill: The Room in just over an hour, which is just mental. So you know, it's just great. I'd love to see if there was actually any other challenge on that, but still, good on him, and we'll look forward mm -hmm. to. Him doing it because they, they do that basically two times a year don't they the winter one is just called awesome games done quick and then the yeah. summer one is summer games done quick right yeah okay so yeah so you know yeah. nice usually twice a year annual, event. Yeah. yeah cool yeah no, it's uh it's a it's a great it's a great it's great fun and i will probably pick out you know check out a few of their vods yeah over the coming months see i saw another portal 2 one being mentioned there so yeah i want to 
want to see how that how that goes. So one more piece of news before like we very briefly talk about something else that may or may not happen depends on how Riot does the event. <laughs> um, okay. You brought it up to me, Star Guardian. Uh, um, oh right, but, I'm out. Yeah, but um, okay. So there was a game on the PlayStation Two quite a while ago called Thirteen. You know, spelt in Roman numerals. 13, and it was like a first-person shooter slash stealth game that was the graphical design of it. I mean, it was Apparently it was a good game as well, but because um, I think it had Kiefer Sutherland in it. I don't know. I might be just getting it completely wrong and mixed up. But um, yeah, it was like an, an amnesiac agent or assassin or something having to solve a giant conspiracy, uh, remembering only the tattoo on him which said 13. Um, and otherwise no name, but it was done in a comic book style or basically done to look like the graphic novel in question and a couple of years back there was a HD remake of the game that among other baffling cock-ups got rid of the comic book style and tried to make it look a little bit more realistic and um, basically, it was it was voted down as being an awful remake of a game. Absolutely shit. Um, I don't know if anyone's heard of a YouTuber called Mac McMuscles. Everyone's heard of them more than they've heard of us. Um, but there's a series, a video series called What Happened that sort of discussed why the 13 remake was panned. But according to Polygon, um, it's getting a patch to the original game that will redo the game by a different developer instead. Because... Okay. Like, is this know? meant to fix the, the, the art style? Yeah, meant to, well, it's meant to fix all the problems. Uh, so, hold on. What okay. have we got? So, Microids is the publisher. Um, they basically kicked out the original uh, developer. I don't know who they're showing us on here. And they're bringing in a new, the new developer called Tower 5. And some of the stuff, according to the article, uh, says a refined art style. Well, it better be back into the cel-shaded comic book style that it originally was. Because that's what made the game. Uh, enhanced AI, otherwise known as AI. Uh, reworked hood, revamped sound design. So another one that they just took. They took the, um, the sound or the dialogue from the game and just patched it in wholesale but remember this was a PS2 so the a lot of the sounds would have been a bit compressed and and okay, so they yeah. so they just retained that so revamped sound design hopefully better 30 frames per second on switch otherwise known as the bare minimum 60 frames per second on PS5 and Xbox series otherwise known as the bare minimum and online multiplayer well. uh, for for two to thirteen players. I <laughs> round of applause, everyone. Round of applause. They did a themed player limit on a fucking multiplayer game named as to thirteen. Have you you noticing that I'm not a fan of this remake? Hmm. Um, but you know, oh guys, it's got a thirty three percent average rating on Metacritic. Not that anyone really reads that anymore. I don't take that into account anymore. But uh, uh, overwhelmingly negative on Steam. That one is a bit more. You know, we were talking about overwhelmingly positive for Symphony of War. 
on the complete other end of the scale, 13. I mean, to be fair, it works. But, um, yeah, the whole the whole idea on this um, is that they're going to redo the game from... This developer's going to redo the game from the ground up, and then once it's done, it will be patched into the original remake as free DLC. Well, I mean, I wish them the best. I mean... Uh, I, you know what? I mean, hand it over, hand it over to some other developer, outsource to work. You know, maybe, maybe it'll pan out. It'll be like, all right, we 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 fixed it, guys. We did yeah. it. I feel like that's what like Valve needs to do for like its abandoned projects. Mm. You know, just like you know, I was like, I get it. Okay, Steam is way more profitable than making video games. Like, but like, I'm sure there's like it's clearly a good I'm sure developer out there for Portal Three. I'm sure there's a dozen, you know, small to meet, you know, mid-size, you know, de- you know, for hire development studios that would like that would kill their firstborn for the opportunity to continue the Half-Life or Portal series Absolutely. on your behalf with your with your vision, like, you know, whatever. Just like lease them the the IP and let them let them let them have at it. You know? Yeah. The worst worst case scenario. Everyone hates it, and you still have Steam. Congratulations, yeah. you lose. You yeah, yeah, you stand well, to lose virtually nothing. Well, if you lost, you know about five hundred developers have put in their, you know, flipped uh, their asset flipped games at a thousand dollars a time to get on the store. You're absolutely fine. You're making that money back no time. You know, it's like you know what? I don't even know if this is considered a positive or cynical point, but even if Portal Three is the worst, is like the worst game of all time, it's going to be mm-hmm. Portal Three. Which means yeah. it'll sell. <laughs> you know, you'll yeah. make your monies back one way or another. Whether people will like you for it or not is a different question. But you know, you, you, like you take say, what you, you, you stand. What you, get. you stand to lose very little. It's a very low risk investment. Yeah. You know, yeah, be careful. You know, you never know. Epic might just buy out the franchise. Uh, oh my god! Can you imagine a fucking Epic Games developed Portal Three. It's just like what a get get fucking cuckolded, dude. Yeah. Oh god, it'll bring up the classic LEC, would... um, the LEC meme that I remember, which is just a summoner's rift game with someone just getting paint and scrolling. What is going on? In... That'd be like if fucking the if like Justice League Two was written was uh produced by. Disney and Marvel Studios, you know. Oh God, yeah. And Kevin Feige just getting in on all that. Just... It's like, God, get it. all right. I'll, I'll fix it. Come on, <laughs> Snyder. I, I look. You're a really nice dude. I'm just gonna get. I'm just Arms gonna give. Length, I'm gonna give buddy. this to Taika. I'm I'll gonna give, give you this the. To... I will. I will pay you. I will literally pay you. Producer credit. All the stuff. Just. Over just there, all right. You, Go you hang st- out with your family. You stay over there. I'm gonna. Just, I'm just gonna give this to Taika Waititi, please. Um, yeah. He just, uh, you know, there you go. he did Ragnarok. You know, people. People still watch. People still watch what we do in the shadows. I remind you, I actually need to go back and 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 do that and you know watch. Uh, watch it, but uh, you know, that's just how that why, goes. Why TT? Because TT is good. <laughs> You know, it really wouldn't surprise me if that came out of his own mouth. Could be. But, uh, but yeah. So, um, yeah, before we go, and before we wrap this up, because we are overrunning, which is, which is a nice thing. There is an, the, the summer 
the summer main event of League of Legends is coming out this year, um, like they do every year. Last year it was the Ruination and the Sentinels of Light event, and that needs to be a taste that gets washed out of people's mouths. Um, unrelated, uh, Immaterial Gamers, uh, for everyone, um, uh, the new, or uh, a, a, a novel comes out, um, from Riot called Ruination, uh, written by Anthony Reynolds, who wrote, uh, quite a few, uh, Warhammer 40k material, including some Horace Heresy stuff, which, uh, people enjoy, um, and uh, yeah, it comes out on the 6th of September, and my birthday is the 22nd of September. Make of that what you will, human beings of the internet. But, um. Happy birthday! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, yes, Stefan. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, Star Guardian is the event. Um, not been out for years, and last time they did a Star, a Star Guardian, um, event, they actually had a game mode. What is game mode? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember the PVE game mode. That. The PVE game mode. Wait, I think we. I I seem to recall us eating shit at it when we played. I think so initially, yeah, because we started to take on to the fact that all right, what champion do you want to play? Oh, what do you mean we can only use the Star Guardians? What do you mean Soraka and Lux and? <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, you know, that is kind of. It's kind of yeah. Part like, now, yeah. You know, now, now, point, but... yeah. In hindsight. Um, that was the point, and then they also did the tough. Odyssey event, didn't they, as well, but... <laughs> it wasn't that bad, says Steph. I, mean, I we feel like we okay. was that bad, though. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess, like, I guess they're doing a tra- Well, a trailer but... came out that there was a lot of work put into it to just be an anime trailer. Or, like, an event trailer. Yeah. Game, it felt very like slice of life anime was was coming on. Yeah, um, def- definitely. If, if I, when I saw it, I was like, "Oh boy, are we? Ha- is this their? Is this going to be our our off season uh, th- project for Arcane?" Oh, yeah, like, off season Arcane review. I mean, I let's like, let's, well, be honest, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, you see, you say this because we don't know what's going on. Is they're so hyping up this skin collection because at the end of the day we know what that is everything that goes on is just an excuse to buy skins in in league that's just just how it is um but they were at an anime expo and one of the one of the big anime expos over the past weekend they you know hired you know got a whole bunch of cosplayers to dress up as all the Star Guardian skins, including the new ones, including Star Guardian Senna. Uh, yes, please. So, um, and just uh, letting everyone know, it's my birthday. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we don't know what's going on. We don't know if there's a new game mode. I mean, based on this, what would be your your bar? Let's just assume that disappointment is they just bring out skins and nothing happens. Yeah, what, I mean, what, what would you what would you be looking for as the big knowing that it's the big summer event and last time we did this or the last couple of years we had we had Sentinels of Light, which was a giant visual novel, punctuated by having to play tons of league games, and before it there was Spirit Bonds, Spirit Blossom, which was a visual novel that worked a lot better with playing league games. What would you feel your your excitement what what would what would 
sort of make you excited. I mean, you already hinted on the idea that if it turned out that there was a freaking anime, yes, we would have to watch it. Yeah, that would definitely be... It would be on the list, you know. Gotta continue the the saga. Mm. Uh, I, at first, I was like, oh, well, this is clearly that. It was like... Now that you know, the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, it's probably more just like an event. It's probably just like skins, you know, maybe a game mode. Mm. You know, I, you know, it does seem like there's too much money behind it to be like, this is literally just going to be, you know, yeah, for that fact, we're just, we're just going to color the front, the main page, Star Guardian colored for a couple of weeks and be like, hey, Star Guardian skins, there's a new mm. series. So it's like there's probably something to it, but I I, I doubt we're gonna see any uh, major story production. Just just for the simple fact that it's just like I I think I remember hearing rumors that like the our the budget for Arcane was uh, how much how much was Arcane did Arcane cost? I I know it was I know it was into like the eighth digit. I don't know if it went further than that. Mm. I could probably expect yeah. it to be in there, but even then, to, to also take into into account on this, that didn't Tencent and Riot basically buy Fortiche as a result of the yeah, overwhelmingly are, positive reactions of the, Arcane? Yeah, for the first season of Arcane, budgets are estimated between 90 and $100 million. Which, for animation, so, that's... The, I mean, to be fair, for animation, that's, that's on actually the right around the... That's actually right around the same budget for um, uh, Into the Spider Verse, actually. First one. All right. Was, okay. Uh, all right. Prop- I'll, I'll right around that. that back. Right around that. And now, and now to be considered and also, for the second you series you of about Arcane, they're increasing like, that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. You. I mean, the thing about animation, you got to remember too, is that a lot of the times, animation budgets for major blockbusters like the Disney's and stuff, mm. a lot of that is inflated from like like cast and stuff like mm. you know getting the big name celebrities to voice all their their quirky characters for like you know 10 20 million dollars a pop you well, know it, yeah it's 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 a it's expensive marketing is essentially what it boils down to when you get a bunch of relatively unknown people who are just and all the budget is and mainly the money's going into the budget you get things like into the Spider-Verse, which is a much more modestly priced film mm. full of, you know, not quite as well-known actors. And it still looks amazing. It's, it's Oh, yes. The movie looks phenomenal. Yeah. So, like, you can get good animation for relatively affordable prices a la Arcane and a la League. It just depends on where you put your money. Let's just let's just say now, I reckon the cost price for Haley Steinfeld has, um, has shot up quite significantly since... To Riot's own admission, she was unknown at the time she recorded her first lines for Vi. Since then, she's been the top billing of uh, a fucking Apple TV series and a Disney Plus series. You know, well, there like, you go. yeah, just like oh yeah, can we can we get you to record some more lines for Vi? Uh, what are you paying? Yeah, yeah, that definitely be the the next round will be a little bit more expensive. Yeah, but again, though, from what from what it sounds like, and especially with the the season two teaser that they had, it sounded that like they already had quite a lot of lines from there already recorded. So that makes it it's it's weird. I don't know where to go with Riot on that because they turned around yeah. and said that they did this as a one and done 
and then due to reactions after the first act they'd suddenly had more lines and a whole plot arc for a second season I mean don't get me wrong don't get me wrong I'd like to see them I'd like to see a second season with in my opinion you know in, in improvements Duncan's would also be on the on the same thing the lists of what's yeah. in the improvements differ but yeah we, we, we discussed that you can go watch them again my opinions on Arcane have definitely softened considerably since um, mm. our reviews first came out. I I definitely my biggest admission that I'll that I'll say is that I was objectively unfair in the weight of you know of uh, how much I how little I valued the overall like production values mm. of the uh, the project because regardless of what picks and you know nitpicks and issues i may have had with you know general narrative. visual scoring and narrative you know it is a hell of a feat as far as like what they accomplished like in terms of like this is a video game adaptation in ter- you know of a you know, a, 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 you know this isn't like your fucking Mortal Kombat 1995. This is not your. This is not, not your fucking old video game movies. You know, House of the Dead. You know, this ain't. You know, this ain't Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, like this mm. is like. You know, this was a very serious production that nobody was half-assing. Like, yeah, you know, this was a. You know, this was Riot's genuine attempt at being like, you know what, Disney DreamWorks. Give me a little of that. I could, yeah. I, I can hang. I can, yeah, I can fight. Yeah. Let us step, I've, please. They, I've been putting away some of my tip money for over the years from mm-hmm. League. We can, uh, we can, we can make this happen. Yeah, and uh, and I definitely, and they definitely did a great job in pretty much every department. And and I can even concede that a lot of the points that I made about the story were either overblown or I've either like like missed the point. You know, there's a lot of things that I said that you could very easily argue against. I just mm. didn't have at the time, I think, people with that perspective to sort of challenge me on that. I, mm. I think that, I, I, I think that, yeah, I, I just think that maybe if there was a larger panel, I might have been able to get that, uh, get all those perspectives in. I could, I could have been probably talked down from a lot of my positions. Mm. Yeah, so for second so, series, second overall, season of Arcane, I want more people, basically. More than just me and Duncan, we just get a couple it would more be nice. voices. It'd be nice. And uh yeah, and I and you know, ultimately I am looking forward to Arcane season two. I may not have been, I may have said I wasn't, mm. but I, I, I am now. And I would like to see them continue to make this project because it was a hell of an effort and they really did a pretty good job. Mm. You know. Like I said, this was not a cash grab experience. Like this was, this was serious. This was actually a yeah. It was actually a labor of love when it comes down to it. Yeah, yeah. especially you know considering you know the people who were involved in it. You know, they started off as oh hey 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 we're in a dorm room. Hey look we made hey look we we made we made a mod, <laughs> we made a mod in in Warcraft. Hey hey guys look at this to where they are now, which is you know mental and I say we. We take the shit that's happened with with Riot in the past, and you know we say this with other game companies. We will call them out on shit that happens. And, yeah, and I'm and and I feel like it also stands to point out. It's like okay, I mean, yeah, Riot is Riot. 
whatever opinions you have on them, you know, that's they're it's valid and I'm not yeah. going to talk you out of it. Absolutely. As far as like this goes, like, you know, if you're someone who is like who, who is who cares about the art of storytelling more than the uh you know, if if that is like a priority in your life, mm. you can probably look past the fact, that, you know, the Riot Games name to to accept the fact that one it's a pretty good high quality project that's being made and two it's not like riot games is like you know like they like they've got their own studio that are working on this of people who are mm. you know all good dudes they're just they're just animators they're just writers they're just people doing their thing you know it's not like riots like executive staff are all you know, got their like fingers on the pie it's you know it's they got their money is in it yeah you know, that's it's it's you know don't blame the 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 yeah the animation studio for yeah. it don't no for for let me say for for Tish, uh you know from what little I've seen of the stuff outside of Arcane are basically pretty fucking awesome and then there's the thing there was nothing disputed when we said this with the original art okay at least from my opinion the fucking thing is the, the thing is fucking gorgeous. There's, right. you know, that's 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 the thing that, that that's undeniable, and that's all oh, yeah. that's all Fortiche is doing. So, you know, that's that's where that comes from. But you know, if I for me, circling back around to the Star Guardian thing for me, yeah. I'd even just do with a little like little like little webisodes maybe, you know, just like a bit, you know in in a, in the same way that you know when they when they hype up each of the new sets for TFT, they do a little two minute three minute video. Of Pengu and Chonk, the mascot characters for Team Fight Tactics, just in a silly situation for you know, just to, just I'd I'd, I'd sure. take that with Star Guardian, maybe just you know, maybe have Star Guardian Senna or whoever they're announcing. I know Star Guardian Talia is 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 a thing, and she's going to be released separately from the rest of the Star Guardian skin line because she's yeah. going to be the the charity skin for the year. So all proceeds from buying Talia go towards the Riot Games Social Impact Fund is basically what they call their you know charity thing. But I, I I'd take I'd take little webisodes, maybe you know sort of on the line of this this is a thing that Duncan will probably get here Ruby Chibi. So just like oh yeah <laughs> Ruby Chibi mini, yeah 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 mini 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 episodes that just you know it's just have the star guardians in there just to do a thing like basically what we came down to like we said is that there's a lot of there was a lot of effort put into that teaser for it to just be a teaser but, yeah and you know, and you know and, and what i was saying yeah what i was because you know, this whole seg you know this whole rants came sort of came out of a question that i never really answered um but it's just like, yeah, I, I strongly doubt that they're going to be immediately face diving into another major animation project. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like the fact that they're taking two years to do it is like, it's like, obviously, this is either like, you know, this is not an easy thing for them to do. Like this, you know, like, you know, Riot is, you know, they're not small. Like that's they're, they're far from a small indie company, but they ain't no Disney. Yeah, you know, they, they, they don't no have they don't have like billions of dollars stuffed in their couch cushions just ready to throw, you know, 19 different major animation projects out in a single year. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you know, even for Riot Games, it is not easy to just be like, all right, we'll just, all right, we're, yeah. new, new animation the, 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 project. Yeah, Riot, especially uh, Riot. because their big thing too is they also don't have, um, unlike Disney, they don't have a first party uh, streaming platform. They got to share all it's those. Funny, it's funny, I was about to say with Netflix. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that. You know, cut, cut to cut to winter twenty twenty three when Riot have their own streaming service. <laughs> oh, they'll have to. I mean, you know, if they decide that Arcane was just like a one off experimental project, then it wasn't really, you know, and fun as it was, it just wasn't really worth it financially. Mm. Then whatever, I guess that's what it, it is. What it is, you know, we can't really blame them for that, but. If they want to seriously compete, eventually that's going to have to be the way they go because, yeah. you know, it's an expensive project. And when you don't have some kind of like, when you don't, when you, when you're splitting whatever, like, I don't even know how much Netflix takes if it's 25 or 30 or 40%, whatever the, whatever their take is on the, yeah. uh, on like, or however, I don't even, I have no on, on streaming, on streaming cut, rights, whatever the streaming on how, rights on, cut on is. how they, uh, pay their ip holders mm. but you know whatever it is it's probably fairly narrow in terms of like their margins it's just i'm sure at least part of the reason why they're spreading it out over two years mm. i mean you know, now sure. that you've actually just reminded me on that there's still the cautiousness we've got to be cautious i mean i honestly i wouldn't think netflix would drop what has been considered one of their most successful launches of a show on there, you know, in terms of the in terms of the stuff on there, it was top ten in multiple countries. It was the top sh viewed show in, you know, in in the US. It was top three in the UK. It, you know, it stood toe to toe with Squid Game. Just to, just to put that into perspective. But I'm also on the, I'm also aware of the idea that Netflix has been losing or has been hemorrhaging money recently due to the fact that they um bought a lot of stuff high. They just bought a lot of stuff on the idea of well we're the streaming service, and then every other fucking streaming service. So we recently just got access to Paramount Plus for fuck's sake. You know, so between Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Now TV, Netflix, fucking. Paramount, yeah. you know, like everything. Well, the it's, thing it's is, tough... I've, and I've, you know, I've communicated this a few times now. It's like, as far as like, you know, letting things go or keeping them, it's just like a lot of people. I think a lot of people are under the what I'm going to call the mistaken impression that Netflix has more control over that than they probably do. Mm. You know, every licensing agreement is a negotiation, and a negotiation requires, by definition, a minimum of two parties. Yeah, and people say like, "Oh, why is Netflix dropping X Y Z?" It's just like, well, probably Netflix is dropping X Y Z because those people, in the last four or five years since they signed on with Netflix at first, uh, their owners made their own streaming platforms and decided that Netflix was too expensive, so they just dropped. So they dropped Netflix. Well, it's funny because we mentioned so the Paramount thing. Case in point: Star Trek Discovery, CBS owns the Star Trek license. They are part of Paramount. If they're going to be doing their own streaming service, of course they're not fucking going to have it on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's just like, you know, they can keep a significantly higher percentage of the revenue, you know, cut out a huge bite out of the overhead by hosting it on their own platform. And it's like, mm -hmm. so what if they lose a few people? It's just like, 
you know, at the end of the day, it's like if everybody, le- you know, that's that's the big fear, right? Like, it, you, like YouTube is kind of like coming up on this problem. It hasn't quite faced it yet, but I think it will eventually. Mm-hmm. Where it's like everyone's afraid to leave YouTube because YouTube is the place that you go for videos, and if you leave that place, even to make your own video site or a different video site that cuts that offers you a better price, you you're on that risk of losing a lot of your audience. And then the yeah. trade-off may not be worth it because it's YouTube, you know, that's absolutely you know, who, who wants to leave YouTube. But, no. you know, in the case of Netflix and, and Netflix was the same. It was like, who wants to leave Netflix? You know, there's a hundred billion users or whatever, you know, like uh, uh, hyperbolic, uh, yeah. you know, there's hundreds of millions of people have got Netflix. You know, why would you want to leave that viewer base behind? It's like, well, if everybody leaves Netflix all the same time, it's just like, sorry, you're just going to have to drop Netflix and, go watch the shows elsewhere you know it's like eventually there's going to be nothing on netflix and it won't be that big of a deal to drop netflix you know if you know the same thing could happen to youtube they just haven't yet yeah god that's just fundamental i just think that's i i really do think that we're entering a point where like netflix might not be like the kingpin of streaming services for much longer i really think that they're they, if they're not on their way out, they're definitely on their way towards a major identity and business model shift. It'll be, it'll be that word that's used in the game industry themselves, restructuring, which generally means layoffs. <laughs> oh yeah, layoffs first. That'll be the first thing that happens. Yeah. So, well, well, we'll keep you posted on that as 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 shit Netflix goes south, net net flops. Um, well, I tried to try to make a joke out of it. It wasn't really funny. Speaking of not funny, um, if you sorry, go on. Just, just Netflix, like ah, net, out of your Netflix. I mean, they could go into they could go into the they could go into the cereal market. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, there you go. I uh... just, just just little ends in a bowl. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, Do you ever feel that's the point where we should wrap up because I leave a stupid situation like <laughs> that? Yeah, let's just let's just move on. We've had we've had a good uh we've had a good nearly hour and a half, techno- yeah. Technology, you know, all that business. We took a couple steps outside the video game sphere today, but you know what? I think that's I think that's healthy. There's a lot of yeah. things to talk about in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you want to know if you want if you want more of that it, Give us a give us a, a follow. Give us a subscribe. Uh, you know, if, when you if you see the vod of this on YouTube, give us a like, a share, and subscribe, and then check out the Twitch, which we're on. We stream almost every day. Um, so yeah, join us. Come in. We don't bite. Just have yeah, a laugh. Much. Yeah, yeah. much. Much. Uh, you know, I think stuff, stuff, stuff. Still, you know, I mean, his, his shoulder, his shoulder is healing. Should just. Uh, not to explain on that. I, and now Steph just uh, yeah, joined in there by saying Ryan bites. Well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if anyone's seen this live, the next stream, the next scheduled stream is, and I promise, and I said this during the role playing nightmare game stream, I'm going to carry on playing the super giant games. I am going to do the second half of Bastion on Monday. So that's just how that's going to be, and then I can move in and play Transistor. Uh, and then, then I I bought Pyre for a pound. <laughs> there you go. 
So, uh, or is it three pounds? Look, I bought it for a significantly cheaper than it was, and I'm going to give for it another shot. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that'll be fun, and I'll probably. I missed last week because my work schedule got shifted around and I worked the Tuesday instead of the Monday, but mm. I'll probably be around for Fire Emblem streaming on Tuesday. Uh, usually, that's usually around the uh, five o'clock time in, in, in Britain. So, so yeah, around yeah, noonish in uh, noon Canada, Canada time. Yeah. I like to I like to say that that now when when I discuss the times that we that we that we go live is because we're based in the UK and Canada. Our time zones are going to be UK and Canada. If you don't like it, go and find a converter. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, I'm sorry. If you're based out of Hong Kong, you're just going to have to make it up. Just figure it out. You yeah. Know? Well, you, well, you eight hours ahead, I think, something like that. And, you know, eight hours and then some I, from I, I, from I, I us. So that's that like thirteen hours ahead. And, you know and. <laughs> From the Canadian time stream, from Tuesday. That's 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 what time it is. Yeah, it's we we stream when we stream. There yep. you go. Uh, so so yeah. Uh, have a good have a good night, and uh, we'll be back soon. So bye bye.